room. During this episode and the next episode of Flash Bash in Panache, Steve was sending both Mark and I little whisper comments through Roll20 that we use. All of these comments were giving Mark and I separately the idea to go a certain direction or that we were hearing something from a specific place. So if you hear us talk about something that we haven't stated previously or react in some specific way, it's usually to those whispers that Steve had sent us. A lot of these things will be explained a little bit better in our RPG reflection on the episode that comes after episode 12. So if you are lost at any point in these two episodes, don't worry, we were extremely confused as well. I hope you enjoy. Hello everyone and welcome to Tabletop Radio Hour, your podcast for everything tabletop. My name's Zach and this week I have both of my co-hosts. I have Mark and Steve. Mark, how are you doing today? Okie dokie, how are you? I'm good, thank you. And Steve? I'm doing great. Awesome. Uh, Well, again, it is another actual play week with Flash Bash and Panache. This week it is Steve's GM week. Uh, But before we get over to him, I'll recap a little bit. Last session, I'll say. um, When we last saw our adventurers. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of betrayal. (laughs) (laughs) Um, In in, in honesty, there was a little. I don't think there was all that much. Yeah, (laughs) just because Rain tried to to incapacitate and capture Mateo. I think it was all in the the name of a a good cause. It was all in good, clean fun. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, Ryan captured Mateo after a uh, a brawl through the trees <laughs> in in the trees. <sighs> you know, it sounds like they were like in a forest. No, no, they were like up in trees. <laughs> it was in, it was in the tree in the middle of in the, the in, in the tree. Yeah, yeah there we go. It was a cat and a dog chasing each other around a tree. That was actually pretty. Yeah, that's pretty appropriate. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, definitely. But um, but yeah, it, it was it was a uh, cat and dog chase, and mm-hmm. uh, Mateo okay. finally kind of gave in and was like, "Okay, let's see, let's see what's going on." And uh, and yeah, um, there was a skullduggery public and a- hanging turned into <laughs> uh, a plan to attack the Inquisition, mm-hmm. and uh, and we got rid of. Santiago for good this time. Yes, he's, absolutely. He's no longer out there. <laughs> that was a really, really far cliff that he fell off of. He's gone for at, good. At least 15 feet. Yeah, like 20, 20. Let's see. So we had, uh, yeah, Santiago uh, uh, took a dive. Uh, uh, Mateo and Ryan were able to uh, team up and and uh, uh, take him out in the final confrontation. And um, and we'll never see him again. 
ever ever again yeah yeah <laughs> okay so we left in in wandsboro i think there was some uh uh celebration going on that night and i, I think it would probably be safe to assume that nathaniel might get back around that time so probably yeah that uh, or that or the next morning or so yeah so well he would let's say he gets back that night and and he like the tail end of it you know he's been riding all day and he gets there in the evening um uh mateo i ryan i assume has been drinking i don't know it's up to you of course he has been let's be honest okay so ryan and ryan mateo and and um and Nathaniel are all drinking, kind of, you know, welcome back. Uh, uh, Mateo is on a tear. He's just, like, really going to town. He's making friends with everybody in the bar. Um, but uh, Nathaniel gets in, you know, hello, everybody's kind of, you know, back together again. Um, at some point during some rational hour, like, I don't know, midnight or one in the morning, I think probably Ryan and, and Nathaniel, who's been on the road all day, would probably want to get to sleep. But, but Mateo is going to pull an all-nighter. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Um, I will go ahead and hand the main narration over to Steve. <laughs> okay. Good deal. <laughs> and um, we'll jump in. Okay. So the next morning, uh, you wake up. What do you do? You're you're in your in room. You're in your uh, the bar is downstairs. Oh God! This isn't how you wake up in the inn, beginning of, of a new campaign, is it? That's how I start all my campaigns. <laughs> nice, nice. I very, very hungover, very hungry. Stumble down the stairs, and and head down to see if the the tavern has the greasiest food on the planet. Okay, you head on down. Um, Downstairs, you find, uh, like, no one awake. The bartender is asleep on the bar, like, face down in a puddle of ale. Um, there's a guy at a table who's also passed out, but you don't see Mateo. And, obviously, Mateo wasn't in his room this morning. <clears throat> I look over to the to the barkeep, and I kind of poke the back of his head. Okay. As he's laying down there. You poke the back of his head. He's groggy. And he's he's kind of getting up, and wow, he's like he's been sleeping in a puddle of stale beer, so he kind of drags his head up and uh, uh, oh wow, he looks around, he realizes it's daylight. He's like, oh oh boy, it's like <laughs> wiping the stuff off his face, and he's not really together. Uh, can can I help you? Um, <clears throat> seems like everybody's been a little bit like this. Yeah, this morning. Um, do you have any food? Any, uh, preferably bacon, something greasy? Mm, mm, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, that's that's a good idea, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, right away, right away. Um, he heads over and starts, like, you know, cooking something up in the back. Okay, uh, I, I take a seat at the bar there. Okay. Uh, preferably not where the stale sleep beer is. <laughs> okay. Um... And, uh, and Nathaniel yeah, we'll could probably come down any time too. By the way, yeah, it's, I'll probably, uh, I'll probably uh, come down um, at some point. And, okay. Uh, okay, you head on up down. To the bar next to him. The uh, the the smell of bacon gets you moving, and uh, mm -hmm. you make it downstairs. <laughs> he uh, uh, after a couple of minutes, the uh, the barkeep kind of rolls out with like some of the the greasiest bacon and eggs you've ever seen in your life um 
and slides him over and looks over. Oh, you want? Something? He's got. He brought one for himself, and he grabs a fork and starts. To, <laughs> and then he sees uh, Nathaniel. He's like, oh, he puts the fork down and kind of puts it over to him. <laughs> and he starts to head in the back to go cook some more. But yeah, yeah. So I, I kind of nod to him, and then just without saying anything else to anybody, I just dig in. Okay. You go to town. This is like a great hangover here. So Nathaniel Nathaniel may not have drank, drank quite as much as you did, so he might be in slightly better shape. But I don't know. It's, a, it's actually up to you, Mark. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I, I've been traveling, so I'm I'm more yeah. uh, weary from that than actually hung over. Yeah, um, the celebrations yesterday started pretty early. As soon as you got yeah. back to the bar, yeah, it was yeah. it was that's kind fair. of Animal House. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was the after party by that by that time. Exactly, yes. there were celebrations to be had. Yeah, Santiago <laughs> really made everyone thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. As soon as I'm done and feeling better, um, I'm gonna take a look at round. Um, and, and see if I can see Mateo, you know, maybe go outside, see if he fell asleep with the pigs out back. <laughs> the horses, <laughs> check it out. Okay, yeah. you do. Um, you uh, make your way around the inn. You don't see any sign of him anywhere. Um, you know, the there's none of the horses are gone from the stable. Um, but, yeah, we're about, about the time you get back in, the, the bartender comes back in with his breakfast, and he's also nursing a serious hangover. <laughs> um. Um, I, I head back inside and, and, um, uh, tell Nathaniel that, uh, Mateo seems to be gone again. <laughs> um, okay. You say that the, the, the barkeep kind of perks up. He's like, Oh, oh your friend. Yeah. We, we were up late last night. Him and that guy over there here. He, uh, he left you a note. Oh, I take it. And I unroll it, open it up. Okay. Who's the, the guy over whisper. there? Ah. Uh, Hold the, on. The, that one went to everybody, didn't it? Oops. Huh. <laughs> Why is that? That didn't work out. Okay, well, um, there you go. Have fun. Okay. <laughs> I guess he hands you both a note in this case. <laughs> I will I will after I read the note, I will give it to Nathaniel. Okay. How about that? That's fair. Okay. <laughs> it could be a group effort if you want to interpret it. <laughs> I love this. Well, uh might be, a good idea drunk, to drunk text. might be a good idea to read it aloud for the studio audience. <laughs> Go ahead. I'll let Nathaniel. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. It says, <laughs> nursing. Beneglore, friends. You girls are so bist. Darn drinking yeah. so drunk now. Seven door barf process. Worse with me, friend. Apothecary told me about he'll ungrass repel with four dollars in rar alcohol crumpets going walker wee umbly round I love you guys Mateo de Capa he ate sees or her a three does right. It's from Mateo. I got that part. <laughs> well, I mean, of course. I mean, he signed it. Like his signature is the same every every time he signs something. Yeah, not not sure if you've seen his signature before, but that's the only part that's legible in the whole thing. <laughs> yes. So. I mean, we saw it in that in that uh, 
those documents from the Inquisition. Oh, oh yeah. wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but um, but yeah, that's interesting. Um, I enjoy the dollar signs and ampersands. <laughs> well, percent. To, to be honest, he's swearing. To be honest, the, the scribbles weren't really present on my keyboard. I kind of had to uh, make do with some of that. So. Fair. That's fine. Um, you could have mailed us a handwritten letter, Steve. <laughs> how, how inconsiderate. That postage is expensive. <laughs> I'm, uh, but, but yeah, I, uh, I kind of look at it and go, blink a couple times. I'm Makes gonna, sense. I'm going to look at the guy that uh, the bartender referred to. He's... Uh, Sitting over somewhere else, I assume. Yeah, that's the uh, the other unconscious guy who's there. He kind of uh, uh, he motions over to the other sleeping guy at the table. Okay. Yeah, I I head over there. Okay. Um, you head over if you want to. You know, kind of. He's he's equally hungover. He by the time you pull up a seat, he kind of like starts to rustle and wake himself up. I grab a piece of bacon off the bartender's um, plate <laughs> and wave it in front of his face. <laughs> okay, that helps. He uh, <laughs> he gets a little bit, you know. He he starts kind of uh, pulling himself together, and he's like, "Oh, oh!" He's shaking his head. He's not having a good morning. Uh, he's like, "Oh, can I help help you? What mm, do I know you?" Um. Probably from last night. It's a little fuzzy. I'm not not sure. Um, but I know you were with our friend. Um, I'm sure he told you his name. Mateo. Ah. Uh, you, you know, uh, Castilian lad. Um, the guy with the cape? cape. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. He, he kind of like shakes his head. He's like, I. Uh, he's, he's like, Hannah's like, okay. I level with you. I don't. I don't remember anything after sundown. <laughs> Everything was a total blur last night. I. I remember the cape. I remember a lot of laughing and talking, and we were just, just kind of doing the usual thing and hanging out. And but, oh man, that guy can drink. <laughs> <sighs> I know. It's true. Um. So not nothing. Nothing can jog your memory and i wave the bacon a little bit closer <laughs> to his face he's like oh if i could if i remembered anything i would but I, i'd be happy to tell you but honestly we were as, the best i can remember we were just talking about just telling stories about each other it was that's it it wasn't anything i don't know why did you find him with no clothes on i don't know <laughs> we've been uh, afraid to look to be honest didn't find him at all oh okay problem. we don't know where he is i i don't know so you can't tell us uh, anything about where he might have gone, anything he might have said, you know, to make you think he would be headed somewhere specific. Like I, I'm, I'm very sorry. I wish I could help. Um, I don't remember anything about last night. <laughs> it's, it's a complete blackout. He looks kind of looks at me. He's like, oh God, I've got to get to work. Listen, I'm, I'll be down the street if you need anything. I, 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 I'm the local apothecary, but I don't know wait 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 apothecary mm-hmm. i think that word was i pull out this. i pull out the note again yeah yeah i think that I was in there look. somewhere my f- friend apothecary with me 
I can't understand a damn thing he's saying here. He 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 barf. He takes a look with, at the note. Kind of reads it over. Can your you shoulder. decipher this? Any? I mean, is is there anything you can get from this? Oh. Looks like his last name was DeCapa. I did not know that. <laughs> um Focus, I'll, and I and I hit him in the face with the piece of bacon. It looks like at the bottom here he's saying, see you in three days. Three. That's right. What? Hmm. Do you see this? Do you Nathaniel, do you do you see anywhere <laughs> where it says three days? Oh, on the the P the P eight the PS C <laughs> yeah. you here okay yeah that that makes sense that that could be at least um, I don't know if that's what he's saying or not but but I mean it makes the most sense he does disappear for long periods of time sometimes that is true like you can live listen, with that you, probably I need to get the shop opened I'm already late I'm gonna go you know where you can find me I'll be down there uh, if anything comes to me if I see your friend I'll send him on by um yeah I don't know. Of course, yeah, go, go for it. Um, okay. Okay, so he takes it off. Um, uh, the bar guy's like, I've been thinking about it. I remember your friend staggered out of here about four in the morning. Um, I was kind of in and out of consciousness at that point, but um, he just, he, he, this guy fell asleep and, uh, and Mateo got up and, and kind of staggered out. And that's, that's what I recall. Makes the most sense, really. All right. You try to hang a man for treason. He takes it personally. <laughs> Imagine that. I mean, uh, I did throw a boot at his own his his own boot at his face. So. <laughs> oh yeah, throw a boot at the man's own face. That's. <laughs> I mean, that's an insult within itself. Especially if he's a, some sort of a tailor. That's not good <laughs> at all. Okay. About, all right. About this time. Someone walks into the bar. Actually, two someone. I kill him. <laughs> <laughs> That's really unfortunate. Because <laughs> no, no, I kid. <laughs> it's it's Solus and Tolus. They actually walk in. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, they 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 kind of you know pop their heads in. They look around a little bit. They see you, and their eyes light up, and they're like, "Oh, oh, Nathaniel, our good friend. We've been looking for you." Ah, all right here. What can I do for you? Wave them over. Can I get you they something to drink? In. Like, oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, they, they grab something. The the bartender is clearly a little bit put out that he's so far hungover and already he's got customers this early. He's like, uh, <laughs> I can't even wait to a decent hour to start drinking. And um but they, they you grab a table with them and, and they sit on down. They're like, Yeah, no, we've got a well, we've got a, a, a bit of our own mission here that we're working on, but it's it's we were also sent to deliver a message for you. Um he uh uh Tolis actually pulls out a little uh scroll. And um, uh, slides it over to Nathaniel. Okay. Hopefully this one's legible. Here's hoping. There we go. That looks <laughs> ah. like it worked better. Okay. Um, and uh, he's like, yeah, we're, we're here actually on a, a different project of our own. There's uh, someone we're looking for and uh, a friend of ours that we're supposed to meet here. And he's a couple of days late. So we're getting concerned. Uh, this morning we thought we'd just look around. And, and the other uh, Atollis chimes in. He's like, yeah, we've been, you know checking out all the inns and we happen to find you at this one um but it's not like him to be late so we're a little bit concerned here no no mateo's gone a whole lot i mean it's not it's not really a a problem he's he does it a lot mateo the cape guy oh no no yeah Actually, i thought that's 
No, oh, that's we, who you're looking for. No, actually, we've got our own um, uh, our own kind of quest. There's a a, a ranger who tends to uh, do a little sightseeing for the court. If you get my drift, and um, yeah, he's he was uh, supposed to meet us here after a mission, uh, but we haven't seen him. He's he's running uh, two days late. It's very unlike him. Strange. I, I just thought you were coming back for the cape or something. He misbehaved. Uh, <laughs> bad expectations. You know, something like that. Oh, I'm, I'm sure he did, but that's... Uh, no, no, not our business. All right. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about your friend? Uh, his name is uh, Ilvanius. He's uh, a ranger at these parts. He uh, typically dresses, you know, as, as one of the folk would. But he has a, a silver cape. Um, he's an expert swordsman, and uh, usually he... Uh, uh, usually he finishes his missions in a timely fashion. I don't know what his mission was, but he was supposed to meet us here in Wandsboro after his last mission. I mean, ev- everything you're saying, except for the last part, sounds exactly like Matteo. So, <laughs> so, again, again, sorry for the confusion, but um, oh, I see. Matteo well, uh, isn't here. Uh, Il- Ilvanius is is low key. Ilvanius is not the sort that would attract attention to himself. He's. Uh, more like our friend Nathaniel here. Yeah, then he's definitely not like Matteo. <laughs> Matteo doesn't seem like much of an outdoorsy type either, you know. Uh, I'll yeah. drink to that. It kind of cheers you and. <laughs> um, I dry heave a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Please, no, I've <clears throat> I've had enough. <laughs> um, and Nathaniel will roll up the uh, the parchment and kind of tuck it away. And, Say, uh, and uh, uh, turn to Ryan and say, uh, I up for a little trip to Dunshire. Dunshire? What's in Dunshire? Dunshire. Oh, Solus and Tolus actually kind of like, kind of look around at each other and like, Dunshire? I've never heard of that before. Hmm. Um, the, uh, uh, the, the bartender comes by and he drops off some some ale and he's like, um, he's he kind of like wrinkles his nose and he's like, Dunshire, that's that little spot of mud about a day's west of here, right? Sounds about right. Like I said, lovely the lovely spot of mud this time of year. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, there's that. Um, yeah, it's it's if you're interested, it's a, a day's ride to the west uh, down the that gives you the name of the road out of town. Um, but he's like, there's there's nothing there. There's like a, a handful of farmers. I don't even know if they've got a, an inn there. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I think we passed it on the way to see these two. And points to Solus and Tolis. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they they like, oh, well. Wait, no. Retcon that. I wasn't there. Oh, That's true. <laughs> you were. Um, they say, well, if it's if it's out west you're going, that... Uh, I know Ilvanius is supposed to be coming from that direction. I don't think he mentioned Dunshire specifically. But if you happen to run into a ranger with a silver cape, tell him that, our, that his friends are waiting impatiently for him in Waynesboro, tapping their feet. <laughs> I'll be sure to do that. Sounds perfectly reasonable. Okay. Yeah, and so I, I guess we, uh, we head back to the horses and head due west. Okay. Yes. Uh, you saddle up post-haste. It's still early enough in the day to make a go of it. Is there anything you want to grab supply-wise before you leave? 
some more slide whistles. <laughs> Actually, yeah, might be a good idea. To <laughs> have grab an item or two for uh... we we have about thirty slide whistles right now. I think. Yeah, <laughs> excellent, excellent. Ralph's, We're good with slide whistles. Ralph's um, Comedy Music Emporium actually is having a blowout. So if you want to blow it up, beautiful. Get some triangles. You could get them in bulk. Yeah, that wouldn't be so difficult. They have a couple nice. bike horns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh but um yeah but yeah we we grab some extra waters and you know just basic stuff yeah um, get some get some travel food and we still have that empty sword scabbard from uh from what when nathaniel was here last time true oh yeah mm-hmm. so we've still got that so um and it's only a day's ride so even if yeah. they don't have anything yeah, there so it's not deal. like you know you yeah. can't just come back and exactly. get what you need, right? Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's so, lush countryside. You're very familiar with the countryside, too. So it's, you know. A lot of trees that are good for climbing. <laughs> That's what the guidebook says. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at the map upside down. Now, which way do we go? <laughs> so it uh, is. But yeah, we, we, head, we head west. Okay. Okay. Uh, it is a lovely day. You head on out. Um, you make good time, uh, but yeah, you can tell that this is is actually a, one of those less traveled roads. It's it's clearly not like the main thoroughfare. Um, although most of the people that you pass, you know, on the road, um, are not coming from Dunsboro. They're coming from elsewhere, and it happened to route through here. You know, mm. like there doesn't seem to be much in the way of a population as to where where you're going. Okay. So um, uh, you head on down as we're riding. Um... I kind of catch up with uh, with Nathaniel, kind mm-hmm. of see what, what you know what all they did when I was not here. Um, I go so. Uh, how was the uh, the trip up with Mateo? Um, see, you managed not to kill yourself. Actually, yeah, it was pretty uh, pretty uneventful. <laughs> Got to dress up as a forest god. Who gets to do that on a normal basis, right? But, uh, yeah. Scared some local travelers. Typical day at the office. <laughs> hey, very nice. Uh, but, yeah. So, um, hopefully, uh, you know, our plan went on without too much of a hitch with the Inquisition. Uh, you know, it seemed to go pretty well, at least locally. I'm not, I'm not sure how, uh, how word is going to to get out about what has happened. It sounds like it was uh, interesting. Hopefully uh, nobody's too suspicious of anything we've done in the, the last few days. Eh, why would they be? Uh, because the Inquisition has their fingers everywhere. Yeah, but you put on a good show. Fair enough. Well, they know Mateo's not dead, so... That is true. That's... As much as you know. <laughs> yeah. Shut up, Steve. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, okay. But um, anyways, uh, yeah, like I said, we, we'll never see Santiago again. He's never a problem. Nah. Probably, even if he did uh, learn how to swim, he's probably uh, going back to Castile with his tail between his legs. The rest of the ride is is relatively uneventful. It's a it's smooth rolling countryside. Uh, uh, you kind of head up um, um, a hill. It's the day is going by quickly. Um, 
around it's actually you know you don't pass many people you've only passed like one or two people that are coming from the direction um but it's it's a very quiet road and around sundown um you you come up over a rise and way in the distance you can see a, a couple of buildings a little bit of uh you know like chimney smoke um and um uh you're you're kind of at the top of a a, a, a hill like a ridge line basically and it looks like sort of down in the valley there's this this little kind of collection of buildings wouldn't even call it a town so um you okay. head on down that side and uh, uh you know after a, a mile or two it's it's getting like i said about sundown um there's um there's a meadow you see a a shepherd nearby he's got a little couple of sheep and um he kind of uh looks up at you as you come by and kind of waves a little bit wave back um i i kind of stop um and I turned to Nathaniel. Oh, so you never did tell me what exactly are we are we doing here? I understand this might be a uh, interesting vacation spot for some montane visitors. We're trying to see if we uh, can run in and any of uh, those type of folks who uh, might be here keeping an eye on things. If you know what I mean. I I know exactly what you mean. Uh, give me a moment. I hop down off my horse. I stroll over to the shepherd. Okay. Um, and I uh, ask him, uh, hello, sir. Um, he, uh, the, he's a, a young boy. He's um, maybe uh, uh, 14 years old. Um, mm-hmm. He looks a little bit skittish, but yeah, he's he, he pops right up. And it's like, oh, uh, hi, hi, sir. Um, good day. Sorry, sorry. Is it is it always this quiet around here? Um, well, it's it's. I don't know. I I think it's about like normal. Everything's you know pretty normal around okay. here. Uh, I uh uh, where are you from? Oh, a lot of places. Uh, long story. Um, he's from here though. Oh. I point over to Nathaniel. Very nice. I see him pointing, and I'll wave again. He waves. He waves <laughs> at you, and and you know, um, it seems like he's so, kind of uh, looking over his shoulder. But he's, uh, you know, he's happy to chat. I kind of look to the direction he's he's looking at. Well, and I kind of, yeah, kneel down, you know, in front of him, mm-hmm. and I go, "Is there any reason you're looking behind you?" Oh, he, he he kind of like gasped a little bit. He's like, "Oh no no no, sir! I, I I promise everything's fine." You you know I can tell when you're lying, right? Uh, he he kind of like he the blood drains out of his face, and he's like, "It's like I I no no no, it's 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 everything's fine here." Uh, um, uh, are are you looking for something? Is there something I can help with? I I think I know what's going on here. Uh, he's it, like he kind of takes a couple steps back, and he's like, uh, "What? Who? who how? How do you know? Listen, don't, don't be afraid." It's like, listen, I don't, just, I don't want any part of this. Here, just, just, just relax. Just, just take it. Just take it. He reaches was, into his pocket. What was your name? He reaches into his pocket and he gives you a. He gives you like a, a muddy, grungy pouch. He's got in his hand. And he's kind of waving it at you, and he's like, "I don't, I don't want any trouble. I, I found it. I'm sorry. I don't." Does it? Does it jingle? No, no, but there's something in there. That's fine. You can you can relax. We're friends here. 
It's like, I know, I just, I, I found it a couple of days ago. I, I, I didn't know if somebody was going to come for it or not. I, I thought, you know, hey, it's just, it's out in the field. You know, it's, it's, I, just that's perfect. Here. That's, that's perfectly fine. Nice. I, I stick out my hand and, and take the pouch. Okay. I let, you, I let him drop the pouch. I don't like snatch it from him. Okay. He, he gives it to you and then kind of like, like takes a couple of steps back. He's obviously I, uh, rattled. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I kind of tie it to my belt, but then I tuck it in so it's not visible. Okay. So, you know, it's kind of like in the waist, what would be the waistband of, okay. My, of okay. my pants. But um, I'll look at that later. Uh, I, I turn back to him and go, uh, so uh, what's your name, young lad? Uh, he's like, oh, uh, my name's David. My name's David. I'm uh, uh, I'm just a shepherd. I, I don't even own my sheep. I, I just look out for uh, sheep for the, the local farmers. Uh, it's, you know, he's he's kind of like getting it back under control now. He realizes he's not going to be stirring up or something. Of course. Um, is he still kind of nervously looking around? He's he's a little bit better now, but you can tell this guy's kind of high strung. Okay. Did it seem like he was looking at a specific place or just kind of watching the area? Nervously. Around? Yeah. Looking around. He was sort of looking at the roads to see if anybody else was coming. Maybe he thought he was about to get ganked or something. But, um, um, yeah. so David, um, it was David, wasn't it? Yes. David. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, um, sir. If you can stay near the house, stay near the barn. Um, it's like, I'll, it's like, I, I, I have to watch the flock, sir. I can't leave the flock. He seems know, very insistent on this. <laughs> He's like, I have one job. Uh, then if you can, um, stay, stay with, stay with the herd, stay, stay with him. You might stay low for a few minutes. Like, oh, absolutely, um, sir. My friend and I here are going to look around for a minute. Okay. Back in town, there's there's uh, a lot of activity around town lately. There've uh, some strangers have been there. Uh, mm. Might be something of interest. Uh, Montanians, perhaps. I I do not know. Uh, they didn't come to visit, but I've heard that I've seen uh, many of the the local farmers on their way over to 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 see the new visitors. Hmm. All right. Uh, like I said, say, stay safe, David, and uh, and we will be back later. Yes, sir. Very good. Thank you. Thank you, sir. I, I uh, stretch out my arm to shake his hand. Okay. He, uh, he, he shakes your hand. He's, and he kind of smiles when he does. Hmm. Nice seeing you, David. Oh, li- likewise, sir. It's always good to have new visitors. And uh, I turn back around towards Nathaniel. Okay. okay. You, know, you know that uh, Batman thing where... Uh, he's talking to Commissioner Gordon, and Commissioner Gordon turns away for a minute, um, and then uh, turns around, and Batman's gone. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. <laughs> the, the two horses are, are sitting there. You know, they've been they've been tied to a tree or something, and uh, Nathaniel is uh, <laughs> Nathaniel not is there. gone. <laughs> okay. Fair um, enough. You you look back, and yeah, Nathaniel's nowhere. Yeah. Okay. Can I try? Can I try and look for him? Like, can I make a wits notice check? Yeah, you can look. Yeah, go ahead and make a roll. Wits notice. 
Nope. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's going to that's gonna be a hard no. Now, the interesting thing about I got, this I got, is... <laughs> I got one. <laughs> it's definitely one. <laughs> God, this is beautiful. Okay, so um, the interesting thing about this is you're pretty much in a field. Like, it's a really big field. The only thing here is the shepherd, like the kind of bouldery thing that he's sitting on, and a couple of sheep running around. Um, the the right. road goes for another maybe half mile or so before there's even any trees or any kind of cover at all. Um, and yeah, that's what happens. Yeah. So, um, so I head back to the horses and, um, kind of using the horse as cover for, for, you know, a little bit of me. Okay. I, um, I take that pouch out and I, I take a look inside. Okay. Making sure it's kind of blocked off from view. Okay. You take a look at the uh, uh, or in the pouch. There's only there's only one thing in the pouch. You can tell when you take it out. It's like something about the size of a coin or something. Um, and you you pull it out and it's a ring. It's a really Ooh. pretty ring. It's gold. It's definitely valuable. Okay. Um, I put it in one of my pouches. And ditch the the pouch that David had given me. Okay. Kind of just drop it in the field or okay. littering, littering essentially. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, are there any engravings, uh, insignias, anything like that on the ring? Um, there's. Let's see. Uh, none like that a, you. A, no, a, a there's a house crest, but you don't recognize more. the house. Yeah. Yeah, there is there okay. is a crest, but it's not one that you recognize. Not one that I recognize. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna pocket it and uh, grab both of the horses and, and move <laughs> back into uh, into town. Well, okay. It, it's it's kind of sad to call it a town because it's really not. Yeah. Uh, into the village, let's say. Okay. I head that way. Uh, do what do I see? Do I see anybody okay. around? Well, okay. So you you yeah you head on down the road. Um, uh, you're getting to the part where there's like more kind of trees around. It's 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 maybe you can tell that like the 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 buildings that they have are maybe uh, uh possibly like like a mile or two ahead. It's it's pretty close to the field. So, um, okay, but okay. you start seeing uh, uh, more and more trees. It gets the 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 cover, the tree line kind of gets denser and denser around the road. Um, and uh, yeah, you you then eventually you know it breaks and you come into a, a crossroads. Uh, and there's maybe four four or five buildings here. Um, you can just from looking around like this is the town. There's uh, there is an inn. Uh, a rather an inn that seems to have a lot of activity going on. The lights are on. You can hear a lot of people inside. Uh, there's a, a church that looks like it's it's closed or something. It's it's not. There's nobody. You know, no lights inside there. Um, in fact, none of the other buildings. There's uh, like a general store and a couple of houses, and none of the other buildings have any kind of lights or anything else going on. The other the other buildings are like maybe residences. You said most most of the houses are residences and. Yeah, there's there's a handful of um, there's like maybe like three residences. There's the church, there's the inn, and there's a, a general store. Okay, uh, I head to the church. Okay, you head to the church. Uh, there's nobody present in the church. Like you can t- like the lights are all out. You know, there's not like they don't leave the candles lit anything like that. I walk in and 
sit down for a moment. Okay. Um, two things you notice when you walk in. Uh, the first is that the uh, uh, the door was locked, and someone has apparently kicked the door in. The lock to, is, to this church to or church. to a door in the church? To okay, the church, to the yeah. Church. yeah. Okay. Um, kind of look around. You you kind head of look in up towards the ceiling too. Okay, you you walk into the church, and uh, let's see. Hold on one sec. Uh, basically, it looks pretty much like a, a regular town church. Uh, there's uh, some small signs of disarray. Like you notice that um, there's a couple of the pews kicked over. Okay, and um, like uh, the one of the like some of the icons on the altar have been kind of knocked onto the floor, but mm-hmm. it doesn't look like anyone ransacked the place. And a lot of the kind of more valuable relics, things that are either gold or gold-looking, are still mm-hmm. present. No one seems to have like looted the place or anything okay. like that. Are there any you know kind of like side hallways, side rooms? Um... No, no, it's all doors leading elsewhere. It's all one room. It's one chapel, basically. So there's pews. There's an altar up front. There's no like, you know, there's no like storage rooms or or offices or anything like that. You get the impression that this church is so small, like it is a a small church. Um, Whoever the pastor is, he doesn't live on premise. Um, You know, he probably only comes in on Sunday. Okay, so um, I head over towards the altar. Okay, Uh, you notice pretty quickly. Kind of taking my time. As you approach the altar, you notice pretty quickly that there's uh, writing that shouldn't be there on the walls. Um, written on the walls in in what looks like kind of black letters. You can't fool me. I'm too smart. And it's in Old Than. It's in Old Than. Yeah. Common. Actually, it's in it's in Avalon. You speak Avalon, right? I, I don't speak Avalon. Oh, you don't? Oh shit! I'm sorry. I just blew it. Um, <laughs> I have no idea what it says. We'll say it's in Old Than. <laughs> How okay. about that? Let's just go with that. <laughs> That's fine. You do notice that next to the writing, um, there's like a a tipped over like a little incense burner, and um, you can see kind of smudge marks around it. So probably the black writing was from somebody who like grabbed the ashes from the incense burner and wiped it on the walls. Okay. Wrote with it. I I go over and, and inspect the um the incense burner. Okay. Um, see if there's any kind of trail coming from, you know, where it is. Maybe maybe if somebody um maybe spilled some ash, stepped in it, they left a a path that they walked. Uh, you can see when you get close to the ash, you can see some footfalls, like you know, footprints. But mm-hmm. nothing that has a direction. It looks like somebody kind of like was unorganized. They they may have stumbled in here and, and knocked this over and then right. seemingly at random wrote this totally innocent message on the wall. And um, totally innocent. Of yeah. Course. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, and then and kind of staggered out. You do see uh, behind the altar. Um, there's a, a, a dagger, a knife. Um, it's not like stabbed into the wall, but it's it's on the ground. It's. Um, it's, uh, it's it's a nice knife. It looks. It's does it look like? Yeah, it looks ornate, and it does. It kind of looks ceremonial a little bit. No, not ceremonial. No, okay. definitely more functional. It's uh like um the knife. It's 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 a, a high quality knife, but it's the sort of knife that you take hunting. Okay, uh, I'm gonna be that guy that loots everything. Okay, I'm gonna, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna I'm gonna pick up the knife and and uh and pocket it and or, or tie it to my belt. Okay, good deal. You do that. About this time, you hear hollering 
from across the street yelling coming from the inn. Coming from the inn. Yeah. Okay. And kind of uh hurry and uh and head that direction. Okay. You duck kind out kind of throw open the door. Okay, you throw open the door. There's no one on the street. Um but you you can hear like raised voices and shouting coming from the inn. Okay. Horses are still tied there. Horses are still still horses. good. Nobody stole my horses. No one has stolen your horses. Good. Thank you, peasantry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I throw open the, the inn door, and uh, and what do I see? Uh, okay, well, before we go there, um, Nathaniel, is there anything that you're doing <laughs> that I should know about? <laughs> <laughs> Everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm basically kind of sneaking around the... Uh, um, the side of the uh, the sheep farm there, um, okay. trying to locate anybody else in the area. Um, okay. You uh, make your way around. You don't actually. Okay, so uh, it's sort of like a it's it's a clearing, but on the edges there's some sort of uh, you know there's some trees. You don't actually this this property doesn't seem to uh, bump up to anybody's farmland. Like you don't see any houses nearby. You don't see any farms. Okay. Uh, the 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 woods are pretty thick and it's you know once you get past like the uh, the ridge line it would be kind of hard to follow but you don't see any signs of um, anyone who's who's watching from the uh, from the the woods line or or that anybody has been through here it actually looks uh, um, pretty quiet okay um, I don't uh, hear anything else I don't uh... There's no sign of any activity. You, um, let's see. Yeah, yeah. Not, not from the woods. No. Okay. Um, what, when you were when you were making your way over from the horses, uh-huh. um, you you spotted uh, uh, there were a couple of like drops of blood in the field, but you don't know what that was. Like, it wasn't enough to be you know. It's not like a murder occurred. Okay. It's like um, two murders occurred. <laughs> uh, so other than the trees, where else is there, you know, what other uh, places would there be for? Um, uh, there's really nothing else as far as cover goes around here. There's there's woods. You can actually, if you want to, you know, take a few minutes, you can make your way around the entire ridge line. Oh, yeah, that's my plan. Maybe I'm, a, I'm, a half hour. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. You'd, uh, you don't see any signs of, of people. Um, every now and then, there may have been somebody who came through here, you know, a few days ago. Uh, you see, like, broken twigs and trail signs that, that there have been people kind of running around in the woods, but nothing recent, nothing obvious. Um, okay. On one of the shrubs, you find, uh, you find a, a, a torn-off piece of silver cloth. Hmm. Okay. Uh, grab that and pocket it. Okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, just kind of continue making the circuit as much as I can. Okay. Uh, you make your way around the rest of the clearing. You don't see any signs of any kind of, you know, uh, activity, no humans, none of, you know, the folk, nothing, none of the telltale okay. markers that they might leave. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm going to interrupt for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, Steve, did Solis and Tolis say that their friend was Montanian? Uh, no, no, they did not. They well, they said, he, they said he was a word. ranger. I guess they didn't disclose his nationality, but the name itself no. actually sounds regional to an area of Avalon. 
So you okay. would assume that he's Avalonian. That he's Avalonian. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Continue. Um, okay. I'll uh, kind of make my way back uh, to where the where I thought the horses were and discover that the horses are gone. <laughs> Somebody jacked your ride. Yeah. You're um, welcome. Can't trust anybody. And start walking <laughs> towards the village. Okay. Um you get there pretty quickly. It, the, you were, you know, pretty close to uh, to town at the time. At this point, though, okay. it is it is uh, completely dark. So you know, okay. night has fallen. Okay. Uh, you make your way through. Um, you notice when you get into town as you approach. It's I I basically the same description I, I gave Rain. You know, just a few buildings, um, uh, and the door to the church swings open and Rain's there. Okay. I thought the door was kicked in. Oh, was it was it still no, on its hinges? It was on its hinges. Somebody had okay, forced cool. the lock, but they didn't like completely click. It wasn't obvious from the street that the 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 lock had been forced. Gotcha, gotcha. But yeah, I'm standing there, and okay, and okay. you see me uh, check for the horses. The horses then, are there, right? Uh, and I, then head towards the the inn. Nathaniel can hear the the kind of ruckus from the inn as well. Actually, okay. There's, I. Uh, a lot of I will start start strolling towards uh, uh, Ryan, and then as soon as I hear the the ruckus, I'll turn towards the inn and kind of kind of head that way. Okay. Um, well, you both you you see him coming. Do you want to go into the inn together, or? Yeah, I'll, I'll if yeah. If of he's, course. Long okay. As he's not too far away. I'll uh, wait for him and. Uh, okay. Good deal. Uh, you get there. You kind of reconnect. Hi, how you doing? And um, kind of like a one of those mid-action nods, and then <laughs> <laughs> continuing <yeah>. action. <laughs> let us let stole my horse. <laughs> that was me. Sorry, uh, you disappeared. I didn't want to leave it out here for somebody <laughs> to take. Yeah, and and go in. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you head on in. Um, it's for the size of the town. It's a relatively large inn, but there are a lot more people here than you'd expect for uh, uh, for being in the town. Um, immediately on entering, you notice that there are two groups of Montane nobles on opposite sides of the bar. Uh, they both are on opposite sides of the room. Um, they're kind of like pushed into corners where they, you know, they've got a table to the corner and they all see, they seem to be squaring off at each other. Uh, right now, one of them is like, one of them has just thrown a mug at the other group and they're yelling harshly at each other. Uh, I, I, as we get in, I go, Nathaniel, them, and I point to one of the, one of the groups and, uh, I go to the other one. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, there, there are two groups of people. Let's see. Hold on. Let me, uh, see if I can use more details in this. Um, uh, there are two groups. Uh, one of them, you notice, uh, Nathaniel's more familiar with kind of, uh, uh, courtly signs and crests. Um, and he recognizes one of the people right offhand as the Comte Charles de la Croix, uh, at least by reputation, you haven't actually met, but he's a relatively important noble in Montaigne. Um, you don't know why he would be out here. Like, <laughs> this is kind of, he's kind of like big league for a town with three buildings. Um, <laughs> uh, he's got... Uh, GM me knows that name. <laughs> <laughs> does, does GM Mark know that name? Uh, vaguely familiar. I not uh, not off the top of my head though. I'd have to ch- I'd have to research it. <laughs> I'd have to check my sources. Yes. <laughs> before I before I set it up, he may not be who you're thinking of because I invented him. <laughs> so 
I don't want to. I don't want to like set any uh, like mixed expectations here. So okay, but, different different person than than what I'm thinking of. Another message from the editing room. Mark and I both know this name because in our original series of Seventh Sea for Glory and Fame, one of our players had a nemesis of sorts by the name of Charles Delacroix. Coincidentally enough, so. I'm deciding it's canon now. We ran into this previous player's nemesis during our journey. Now, back to our regularly scheduled programming. Probably, yes. But the Comte is a, a relatively high rank, so this does seem to be somebody who's pretty important. Um, both the groups have some things in common. They, they both have... Uh, there seems to be like a mage at the table who's like sitting and, and very depressed. And um, they both have uh, groups of uh, servants and a couple of kind of more soldier bodyguard types. Um, the bodyguards are kind of squaring off with each other across the room. They've got their swords out and they're kind of yelling and swearing at each other. Um, and there's um, there's like one group has two, one group has three. Um, you can tell these two groups do not like each other at all. Okay. Um, who's, Which who's group gonna... did, did Ryan go towards? Let's say the one on the left. Okay, he went to the one you didn't recognize. Like, like uh, Nathaniel okay. would recognize the Comte, so because okay. he kind of knows the crest at least, he'll kind of head that direction. Okay. Um, Ryan will kind of go the other way. Who okay. wants to go first? I'll go first. Okay, I'm I'm not oh. doing anything. I'm just kind of standing back and watching things of develop and see. Okay, you know, see if you're... what the argument is. Okay. As long as you're kind of getting a feel for the lay of the room, you do notice that along the bar, there are a number of locals. At least they look to be locals. There's, you know, maybe six or seven people. And they're, they're, they've all got mugs out. They're all drinking. They're kind of watching, you know, what's going on. They're very okay. interested. You can tell this, okay. you know, is, is kind of new for them. Um, but uh, the bartender itself seems to be in excellent spirits. He is having a great time with whatever the hell's going on. Um, okay. Like, he's very pleased. Okay. I'm sure he is. He's he's doling out tankards of mead for people to throw at each other. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he's making money. Whatever's going on here, right. he hasn't seen this much activity in his in in ages, so he's I thrilled. Um, awesome. So uh so yeah, I want to go up to so what what really is happening? There are they like close to each other and fighting are they you know what proximity wise they're on opposite sides of the room they're hurling objects at each other to an extent uh not to the like you can get to them without getting hit in the head with something um but they're basically just like ridiculing and swearing and yelling at each other um they're they're threatening there's a lot of threats you know oh, i'll kill you oh i knew this was your idea all along it's like ah you you know it's it, a lot of it is in montaigne do you speak montaigne Hell no. Okay. <laughs> you don't know what they're yelling about. <laughs> That's fine. Okay. Um, but they're clearly not happy with each other. Definitely. So first things first, I want to, I don't know what I'm going to, what I need to roll for this, um, but I'm going to yell. Okay. And get everybody to shut up. <laughs> okay. You, I'm essentially wanting to do that. Um, you scream. Everyone stops yelling and looks at you as you just walk. Oh, in. I don't have to. I don't have to roll for it. No, no. Okay, cool. They were they were fighting. You walked in. You notice the uh, um, the the kind of moneyed nobles in each group sort of immediately look towards you like something's going to happen. And um, uh, when you yelled when you walked in, everyone was was immediately quiet. 
Okay. I, I, I go, um, you sit down now. You also sit down now. Everyone sits down rather indignantly. Indignantly. Thank you. Now, what in the bloody hell is going on here? One of the one of the guys kind of motions with his chin and says, "Oh, he knows. He's behind the whole thing." And the other guy says, "No, this this nice act. Like anyone's going to believe that. This is all your fault. It's not going to work." Of course, they say it in French. I don't do a good French accent. Yeah. Um, while that's going on, okay. I'm going to st- stroll over to the bar and uh, order an ale and uh, yeah, maybe have some mushrooms or something. I'm, I'm, this mood for mushrooms. Um, and I'm just going to say to the people around me, you know, the, the, the locals, it's like, oh, it looks like the Vestons breaking up the floor show. What was happening? <laughs> they, uh, they kind of cheers you on that one. And they're like, uh, this is, this is crazy. These, uh, uh, two, two groups of Montaigne rolled in, um, uh, a few days ago. Uh, don't know where they came from, but they, they checked in in a huff, um, they both seem really mad. Uh, and the first day they, they sent off, uh, uh, one or two of their servants to a nearby town, but they've been just here yelling at each other ever since. I, I, I can't make any sense of it. Um, they both seem to, uh, not want to be here a lot, but, uh, they, and they, they threaten each other. We've been watching for days. We've got a pool going as to who's going to kill who. And, um, so far it's, well, they've, they've occasionally traded blows. No one's actually been murdered yet. But give it time. Give it time. I think tonight's the night. Uh, your friend, I think, might help kind of destabilize things. We're, we're hoping that we see some blood. Ah, I'll, I'll, I'll take out a, a coin and say, eh, who's the money on right now? <laughs> it's like, well, smart money's on the, uh, the fat one over there. Uh, uh, it's, he kind of points towards uh, Delacroix. And he's okay. like, uh, he's, he's got an extra uh, fighting man with him. Uh, the other one only has two, although they've got more servants on the, uh, for the thin one. Um, beyond that, you know, who's to say? It's, it's, it could go either way. Yeah, put me down for the fat one, then give him the coin. <laughs> you, and then uh, sit back and watch. Then okay. Continue. <laughs> um, so camera pains back over to Ryan. Um, <laughs> I grab two empty chairs in the bar and I sit them in the middle of the, the there's kind of an open area. I'm assuming as much mm-hmm. in the middle of this bar. Okay. And I sit him down and I grab one by the scruff of his neck and I grab the other from the scruff of his neck and I sit them both down in this chair facing me. Well, the, okay. So who are you grabbing? There's the two nobles. Uh, they've the, got kind the of an arm. Two, mm, main guys yeah okay so if you go over and approach one of them the bodyguard people pull out swords and wave them in your direction you get the idea that you couldn't grab one of them without actually having to murder somebody (laughs) i mean that's not a problem (laughs) Uh, um so no um also for nathaniel you notice the uh the thin one kind of uh 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 he kind of when you sit down and have a drink he kind of elbows one of his uh servants and kind of motions him over to to see you at the bar Um, so I, um, instead of grabbing them, I kind of get up in his face, not touching him, not anything. Okay. I go, sit down in that chair right there. Well, as, as you walk forward, you, the, the armed men are, they're kind of like 
you know, they're they're very tense. But the the thin, rich guy behind them says, "Oh, your 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 appearance here pleases me. I'm glad to see you. Uh, glad to see uh, new blood in this inn. Please have a seat. Uh, my name is the bon, uh, the Baron Simone de Tour, and I would be happy to receive any courtly visitors in my new home." Rumble. That's great. That's great, Noel. I asked you to sit down in this chair right here in the middle of the tavern. It's like, I, I appreciate it, but I will stay here. I do not trust that man. And I feel that if we, any, any, I've, <laughs> I, I don't want to be anywhere near him. I think he's trying to kill me. Right now, I've got my back to a wall. You'll understand. This is a defensible physician. You, you seem like a fighting man, right? He kind of gauges you up. He looks like he's checking out your arms and your biceps. And he's like, Yes, yes. You seem like a very stable, sturdy man. You've, I, I can tell you've seen action before. At this point, I'm just walking away. I'm headed to the other side of the tavern. Okay. To the other person. When you, when you turn around, he's like, one second, sir. And he, uh, he kind of uh, 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 slides a note in your hand. He says, uh, good day, good day. It was, it was a pleasure to make your acquaintance. That was the guy that I was just at, right? Yeah, yeah. Act like I'm ignoring it. Okay. The the note slip, mm-hmm. and I head over to the other man. Okay, you head over to the other guy. Um, he uh, uh, as you get close, his his men, you know, they also are armed. They've got their swords out, and they're like, uh, "Stay back." I see you've uh, checked in with your with your with your leader. Have you gotten your new orders? You do realize the problem with all of this is that you're in the same building, right? Well, there are no other buildings like, to be in in this tiny little mud hole. There's an empty church right across the street. Mm. There's no reason you all can't go there and stay. It sounds like a great place for an ambush. Is like, sitting here, throwing things at each other, almost killing each other, going to solve anything? Like, yeah. listen... I'd leave if I could. That's part of the problem. We're not supposed to be here. I was going to Eisen. How I ended up in this mud hole is beyond me. However, he managed to do it with his weird port sorcery. He's stranded me here, and now he's just waiting for reinforcements to show up and kill me. And you, sir, are those reinforcements. So if you're going to draw your sword, just do it quickly. As you see, I have no sword here. Yeah, that's true. And, uh... (laughs) (laughs) First off, I... Don't want to harm you any. Hmm. I turn back to the... I'm still standing in front of this this group, but I turn back to the other group. And I go, why won't you leave? It's like, we cannot leave. We've tried. Why? Like, the the one of the, the mages at the table stands up, pulls down the, the sleeve of the arm, and you can see it's like crisscrossed by slash marks. Um, you're not sure if that's supposed to mean anything to you. But uh, the mage, uh, it's uh, a woman, she says. Uh, she says, we, we can't leave. I've been trying for days. Like, physically cannot leave? They sigh. Uh, you know, she's like, she she sits down. She's like, obviously not having a good day. Um, <laughs> the uh, One of the other guys says, yes, that's, uh, my, my mage has done the same. Um, are you familiar with uh, Porte magic? Of course I am. Well, this one abducted me through the walkway. We were dr- trying to go to Eisen, and he redirected us to this little mud hole where he could assassinate me. And who is this 
who 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 are you speaking of? Uh, the he, he motions across the way to um, uh, the, the Comte Delacroix and his group. I can only imagine that he didn't expect me to come with so many bodyguards, and now he's waiting for reinforcements so he can finish the job. Um, is there a mage for both sides, or is there just the woman? They both have a mage. They both have a mage. <sighs> well. My hands are tied. (laughs) Are you going to try to kill each other? Or, I mean, do I need to grab a seat and enjoy? Do I need to watch? I mean, is this going to get good anytime soon? He he says, no, I've I've sent some servants off to a nearby town. Uh, They've left by, uh, by, well, horse. And hopefully they should be getting back in a day with with a carriage and, and decent transport so we can get to the coast and take a ship like a peasant. Um really not happy about this how many people on each side is it essentially it's roughly balanced there's um like the noble there's two or three fighting guys on each side and there's four or five uh uh kind of other peasants that don't seem to be you know fighters but like like one of them's holding a chair because they think they're going to start fighting any second now so you can tell that if it came down to it somebody they'd probably start swinging something even if they aren't you know, actual warriors. I'm, I'm just kind of going to pace in between the people. Okay. Uh, you, um, you, you kind of sit yourself up in the bar so that you're kind of in between them to keep them from murdering each other. Um, things seem to settle down a little bit, like with you're there to kind of not mediate. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, knowing that there's like a new, what you kind of get the feeling that what happened is like when you've walked in, you've sort of upset the balance of power. They were like nice and evenly distributed here for a second. And now there's a new person. They're both waiting to see which side you're going to join or if you're going to be a menace. So they've, they've, they've stopped being as belligerent. They're not as, um, um, you know, they're, they're, they're not as rowdy right now. And they're, they're waiting to see what you do next. Okay. Um, at this point, I'm going to make a clutch decision based on things that you have given me, Steve. Okay. And I'm going to do this to Delacroix's men. Okay. All of them. Okay. That's okay. That's one dramatic wound. Okay. Um, reckless take. take <laughs> yes. Down. Reckless take down. Spend a, yeah. Okay. Spend so, spend a hero point to immediately defeat a single brute squad, regardless of its strength. You that, immediately take one dramatic wound. That would that would be basically all of the people in his group. Okay. So you essentially yes. You you We're, dash over like you know you 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 sit down you kind of flip the chair around backwards and grab a seat like you're going to be there a while. And then when they start to like, you know, kind of gather themselves and, and they've, they've settled down, you whip the chair out, peg it at like the first guy with the sword over there and then dash over. And the other one's still f- trying to get his like sword back out of his scabbard. You slam him against the wall <laughs> like the some the help tries to join in with a chair that works about as well as you'd expect. Um, of a couple of punches and kicks later. Next thing you know, uh, uh uh, which one were you going for? The one that that Delacroix. Delacroix. Okay, so yeah, you've 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 
unhanded all just of his, his just his men not him okay now you notice you even like you even like brain the mage up when the the mage tries to hit yeah. you with a beer mug and um delacroix seems concerned but he doesn't jump up to join the fray he's still okay. sitting there he's just sitting at his table as this whole thing kind of boils down now i grab him by the scruff of his neck <laughs> okay you grab him by the scruff of his me- neck i take him over to nathaniel Okay, you drag him over to the bar where Nathaniel is. Mm-hmm. I go, Nathaniel? The bartender is like there. He's actually, Nathaniel's like having a conversation with the bartender about, uh, the bartender's warning him not to actually eat any of the mushrooms in the local area because they're very hallucinogenic. And uh, you come up with uh, with the guy and you say, uh, mm-hmm. and you slam him up against the bar. And the bartender says, oh, well, clearly your friend here has been sampling our mushrooms. Mm. <laughs> no, no, I... They're just making me very angry. Um, can you keep an eye on this one for me? I think it just cost me a gilder, but sure. Um, <laughs> so, say. <laughs> gesture to an My open, open stool and say, <laughs> can I buy you a drink? <laughs> to the Comte. Uh, the Comte is confused, but <laughs> he kind of nods and says, oui, oui, monsieur. Okay. And, uh, he grabs a seat. Okay. Um. Um. <laughs> if if Nathaniel's not doing anything at the moment. Okay, he's babysitting. Well, I guess <laughs> trying to keep him busy and you know babysit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. I'm gonna head over to the the next group. Okay. And just without hesitation. Okay. I'm gonna start punching. <laughs> <laughs> Do you uh you get a you got a hero point for your reckless takedown of your other group because that seemed very much in character for your guys. So you've got another hero point. Were you gonna do the same thing again? I could, but I could how many people are there? How many how many uh brutes in or this seven. squad? Well, okay, there's um this is the Moron group. So there's there's three guys that actually have okay. swords. And then there's maybe like four uh kind of peasant rabble. And when they see you turning your way, everybody sort of like comes to attention. <laughs> So they're they're, you know, uh, uh, they're a little bit concerned. They they obviously they know you're coming to beat the crap out of them. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's the impression um, that they're getting. You see, by the way, when you were beating up the other guys, the the locals at the bar started cheering. They're like, yeah, woo! Oh man, let me see how many how many um, risks that is real quick. Okay, let me count. <laughs> um. One, two, four. Okay. I believe. I, okay, yeah. And since... And how many how many people are there, did you say? Uh, there were seven, um, but because they aren't really fully trained soldiers, they would count as brutes. So you'd be able to right. take out the guys with the swords, leaving just a couple of the servants kind of protecting the thin guy. Um, if I used lunge, that would add three. Okay. Okay. So that would take all of them out? Uh, yeah. Let's go with that. If not, I can do the I'm taking you with me and increase it by one because of my... Um, because of my... Uh, one dramatic wound that I have. Oh, well, I guess there's that. No, you don't need to do that. If you, I need, if I would need it. Okay. With no. your, with your lunge, I'd say you, you probably have enough to, to, to 
at least scare off like the the mage isn't putting up much of a, a fight he's uh oh, yeah this one's got a guy mage and he's hiding under the table um so yeah you you either scatter or disable all of the uh the entourage uh from this guy and of uh, now he's sitting at the table he kind of raises his hands and he's like ooh, ooh. he's obviously rattled yeah i grab him by the collar okay and i head back to the bar okay as I as I walk around, do I still notice the smell? No, no, it seems to be gone. Fair enough. Um, so I head back up to the bar with Nathaniel. Okay. And uh, <laughs> I go. Do you have any solutions? Do you have any ideas of what we can do? about this situation um i I've, I've just been making small talk with the with uh delacroix um you know He's, just uh, delacroix has been trying badly to kind of ingratiate himself to you you know he's like oh he's trying to impress you with the noble lands and how much he can help you out and you know what how great he would be if he if you were an ally with him um mm-hmm. but you're you're not having any of it. It's 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 no, no, no. obvious that he's convinced that he's going to get murdered. <laughs> yeah, it's obvious bluster. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm um, just trying to, you know, without without direct questioning, mm-hmm. see if I can get any better uh, ideas of motivation or you know what uh, you know what he's doing here beyond the. Uh, the cover well, story. According to him, what he says was basically he was going to a trade convention in Eisen. They were trying to uh, uh, the trade conference. He was trying mm-hmm. to uh, work out a new deal uh, with with many of the different nations in you know Thea as far as trade rights to uh, to to maintain through his chip, his shipping company. Yeah. Um, and you know they were supposed to go to Eisen and they stepped out of the the portal and ended up here, ended up here. in yeah. BFB okay. in a in a meadow in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Hmm. So okay. they 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 got sent to you know this was the closest town and they didn't have any horses because they were expecting to end up in Eisen in a city not in you know BFE and um, so they they went back to the nearest town grabbed a, a room at the inn and oh. everything was great for half a day they sent off some uh, uh, they couldn't port out though the uh, uh, his port mage um, it's just it's just not working the portals aren't opening. Um, oh. He'd never seen this before. He couldn't explain it. He he tried everything. He tried beating the mage relentlessly. That didn't seem to help. Um, and yeah, he he suspects. You know, you get the impression that he's at this point a little bit suspect of the mage. He thinks the mage might be lying about the whole thing and that he might be on the take. Um, okay. And that's a, a day or half a day later. Um, that one shows up and he motions at the other noble, and uh, he's like, and came to finish the job. You know, clearly this is uh, either some Bad attempt at assassination because woefully underrepaired. You can tell that a, a mere baron wouldn't have the resources to pull this off. Uh, but he suspects that it might have to do with trying to disp- uh, disrupt the trade conference. He's trying to keep him away from the trade conference so that he can secure some sort of deal of his own. Even though pff, he didn't think he had a trade company but or a shipping company, but who knows? <laughs> I can understand. And, and earlier, earlier when they asked if I knew what port magic was, I was lying through my teeth. Of course. <laughs> okay, so you don't know what port I magic no, is? Okay, I've, I had no idea what port magic is. Okay, <laughs> at least at least Ryan doesn't. Yeah, Ryan's thinking right. any magic that like cuts your arm all up is probably pretty garbage. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm like, 
Great trick. <laughs> I can do that, and I don't know anything about. You pull port a rabbit magic, out of so. the hat next. Yeah, like, what's what's going on? It's not port yeah. magic. That's emo. You know. It's... Yeah. <laughs> that's angsty teen. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, uh, continue, Nathaniel, if you were. No, I'm gonna just kind of sit back and see what uh, you know. So, uh, uh, yeah, Ryan. What... Ryan walks up. Okay. To the bar yeah. with the other. And goes, do you have any solutions, any, you know, ways we can deal with this? Okay. The locals sort of clear a path for you there. Yeah. Obviously um, wary of Ryan now. And um, Nathaniel's going to say, I just bought a, bought a drink for this one. If he needs a drink, you're buying it. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to buy a drink. Never mind. Don't worry about it. Uh, so, honestly, what, what is the problem with you two? Now that we can talk without disruption. It's like the problem is that we can't, or that I can't leave. His problem is that he's got some sort of ploy that's keeping me here. They both seem to be on the same page. They, they, each one definitely thinks the other one is doing some port sorcery uh, to abduct and keep the other here. Right. Uh, Yeah. You might have to take the old fashioned route now. Um, Yes. Yes. They're both like, grumbling about that but yes they both sent off people like a day ago or two depending on the person and uh they're both you know waiting for them to come back with a a carriage and a means for them to take the entire group out to civilization right um now do i need to go upstairs to separate rooms in the inn and lock you in them or can you play nice the, uh, the innkeeper's like, oh, they've both rented three rooms each. It's beautiful. The room's all booked up. The, the inn's never been full like this before. He's, uh, he, kind of, right. he, kind of, he kind of pokes over. He's like, hey, I'll buy you a round if you let them stay. Just keep make sure they don't go. This is, I've never seen so much money uh, cross, my, uh, cross my bar before. I'll consider it. I turn back to the two. Okay. And I go, hey. And I kind of smash them down into the bar, like a little bit, kind of like pushing them into the the wood of the bar, Um, waiting for an answer. (laughs) They're like, well, I'm I'm not going to start something with him if you're worried about violence. It's it's him who keeps getting, you know, his undisciplined, rowdy men keep flinging stuff at us and making coarse threats. You know, I I have no desire to murder him. That's a fantasy in his head. And, and is that Le, is that Lacroix talking? Yeah, was yeah. that that first one? Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Detour is basically kind of along the same lines. He's like, "Yeah, it's I obviously if I was going to murder someone, I would have you know brought more men for that. Um, you know, I'm I'm not a threat in this situation." He's like, "Oh, right, because you're waiting for your assassin to kill me in my sleep out here in the middle of nowhere." So it goes on like that. All right, so if we agree to have someone watch your individual rooms, can you agree to move on from here? Yes. Both of you. Yes. My plan is as soon as my men get back with the carriage, we're going to get on it and get out of this godforsaken village. The other one says, yes, that agrees more or less that that's what they're waiting on too. And yeah, I turned it to tour and I go, and you won't, Move. You won't do a damn thing until he is well out of town. I Agreed? give you my word as a Montaigne noble that I will not start anything. 
there. And I turn to some bigger looking kind of manual labor people. Okay. Are you looking um, for the locals? In, in the bar. Okay. Yeah. The locals. Yeah. Some of the locals. Okay. Um, and I hand them both a pouch of gold, you know, probably something that's probably twice as much as they make in a month. You okay. Know, whatever. Just because it's a small town, you know, yeah. a little, a little bit goes a long way. <laughs> yes. Yes. You know, and I, I, uh, Actually, for flavor, for flavor, mm-hmm. I take pouches off of the nobles' hips. Okay. And I give them to two larger men, you know. Okay. Somebody that can hold their own. They both kind of scoff. I mean, the, the nobles go, scoff as you <laughs> take their money, but yeah. Of course. Um, I go, you two? Talking to the men. Mm-hmm. You will watch these men until they have means of getting out of town. You can follow them and make sure nothing happens between them. And you can get back to your daily lives. They look at the gold, which is probably more than they make in a month. And they're like, oh, sure. No problem. Whatever you say. Thank you. And, um... You, now you can tell these aren't like muscle men; they're farmers, but they'll be happy. No, to, but you know, it's yeah. like they've they've got something, you know, something. Yeah. You know, they're not kids; they're not. Yes, yeah, that's know, true. Weaklings; they're they're used to doing manual labor. They're not old men, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it's pe- people that can hold their own, and and if somebody tries to escape or get past them, they can kind of, you know, brush somebody off, you know. Yeah. Something like that, you know, just kind of well enough to to handle themselves. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah they're, so um they're happy to. I um I let them kind of get get, you know, a handle on things, you know, they head up to the rooms, whatever. Okay. Yeah. And they, I, I um it's it's getting kind of latish. It's, you know, like uh, you know, in the evening. So yeah, they they kind of break off to their their encampments on opposite sides of the inn. And um yeah, the, the farmers will be like, yeah, I'll just I'll sleep in front of his door tonight and make sure they don't mm-hmm. go anywhere. That's mm-hmm. fine. Okay. Exactly. Um, I turn to Nathaniel and I go, can I talk with you outside for a moment? Oh, sure. Follow him out. So we head out just outside, uh, kind of finding a, a shadow of the building. Mm-hmm. And I go, so um, the... The boy in the in the field. Mm-hmm. He said he found this, and I pull out this ring. It's it's a ring. Mm-hmm. It's a a gold band, almost like a a woman's wedding ring. Okay. Oh. It uh. Let's see. Hold on one sec. I yeah. Go ahead. I shudder. I shudder for a moment, and then I continue through. Okay. I go. Have you? Do you notice the insignia on this, the uh, the, the crest? Um, it could be Avalonian. It could be um, something from a, around here. You do. Uh, it looks like another Montaigne house. De Perot, I believe it is. If I'm reading this right. Interesting. Sounds like any any anything you know about about the house? Anything? Not too uh, much. I know it's not quite as big a house as 
as these two, but uh, of course, yeah, that's that's about all you know. I mean, like they you mm. you recognize them from you know the the big book of Montane houses, but <laughs> they aren't really noticeable about anything. Um, I mean, it, like there's nothing that sticks out at you. Okay. Um, yeah, and then I'll I, add. I pocket it again. Okay. Okay. Found some blood and around the field. Um, I'm betting this is where the uh, that field was was where they poured it in. Um, Probably. I also found this, and I'll show him the little scrap of uh, silver fabric. Oh, silver cloth. That, uh, the cloth I found. Yeah. This sounds like it uh, might be might belong to uh, that ranger that uh, the boys were looking for. Yeah, it does. It definitely sounds like it. Um, let's see. I I found something interesting in the in the church. Um, if you'll follow me this way. Okay. Follow. I grab a. You know, maybe there's a torch on the outside of the inn or something. Okay. I grab it and I. We head inside. Yeah. Um, is the writing still there on the wall? The writing is, yeah. It's it's okay. pretty much exactly as you left it. It's uh, a definitely. big message. It says, "You can't fool me. I'm too smart." What do you think this is? Hmm. I mean, it could That's be our ranger. Oh. It could. Hold on. It could be, yes. I think I've got oh, uh, and uh, take a look at this. And I, I hold my hand up to the fire. And Nathaniel, what you see is on, on the palm of my hand, there's a... Uh, you, you hold your, your hand up to the fire so you can yeah. see it clearly. Uh, there's nothing on your hand. Do I... Do I can I look at my hand? You look at Is your it, hand again. Uh, it's gone. Huh. Well, never mind. Um, ig- ignore that. You smell. You smell any. You smell anything? You smell like wine or something? Uh, uh, you sniff around a little bit. It it might be uh, one of the sacramental things, but you don't like. Ryan doesn't doesn't necessarily smell anything. Might be what I'm thinking of. I don't know. Might be some incense, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Really um, did you? There's, get... there's... Pardon? That's what that is on the wall. That's incense ash. Ah. Oh. Huh. Uh, you recognize the? Uh, or did you? Did you keep the knife? Or did you leave yes. it there? Okay. I kept it. If you show it to Nathaniel, he'd recognize it as a, a huntsman's a ranger knife from the uh, uh, the local rangers. Yeah. Look at this. Okay. Ah. Oh. It sounds like an, looks like another clue to our uh, missing ranger. Our ranger friend, yes. I wonder if he got um, caught up in the, the port uh, fiasco, perhaps. It might be something different entirely. Um, like he's running from something or hiding from something. I mean, he left a message for someone here, and I don't think it's us. Well, it's probably for whoever created the port trap. Maybe. Because I think uh, I think our uh, friend Detour arranged some sort of trap to uh, bring De Lacroix here. Maybe. Yeah. Feeling fairly certain. So I think he wanted something from uh, the bigger guy. Maybe. And I well, pull out the. Uh, pull out the document taste, case that I uh, tried okay. to uh, that I pickpocketed from off pilfered? of uh, Delacroix. Yes, <laughs> yeah. And as I, it's a long. I think he was looking for this. 
<laughs> it's a long, uh, <laughs> a long scroll tube. Um, you, uh, you pop the top off. Do you, do you, now that you're away from people, do you want to check out the documents? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all, it's all trade documents. Everything in here. It's about, uh, like you know, uh, trade disputes, trade negotiations. You know, fifteen uh, percent tariffs on on wheat and barley. You know, it's, hmm. uh, it, it's, it's all, it's all trade documents. Okay. Seeing if anybody wants to trade sheep for wood. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> now, exactly. Yeah. Now, for what it's worth, they are confidential trade out. You can tell, like, the, by the secret seals that they use and things like that, that this is stuff that they didn't want to fall in the wrong hands. This might be marginally useful to the Queen's court. A lot of these reference trading, like, secret trade deals uh, to exclude Avalon or, you know, that would somehow, this knowledge could be useful for uh, for the Queen. True. Right. Yeah, that's true. true. Um, um, yeah, it looks like they were uh, were telling the truth about the, the trade meetings. Yes. Oh, and I'll I'll show I'll also show them the uh, note that I got from uh, Detour that uh, <laughs> asked me. I got one. <laughs> it, uh, okay. they, it said your reputation precedes you. Bring me Delacroix's jeweled document case, and I'll make it worth your while. So oh, obviously. I, I, I got a similar note from from De La Croix. He told me uh, uh, he'll give me gold if uh, if I kill the tour by tomorrow. So that's interesting. Then I would Ooh. definitely lose that lose my uh, gilder on that bet. <laughs> Those <laughs> shifty Montaigne. <laughs> <laughs> And that's it for this episode of Tabletop Radio Hour. Like always, you can find this episode on soundcloud.com slash tabletopradiohour and on iTunes. You can find us on Twitter at tabletopcast if you have any questions or comments. We also have an email address that is tabletopradiohour at yahoo.com. Our website, tabletopradiohour.wordpress.com. You can find information about our Patreon page on our website. I want to thank you all for listening, and keep rolling 20s.